What's up, guys, and welcome to another edition of Market Marauders, beating the market one trade at a time. All right, so it's been a pretty crazy week uh, this week. Lots of news going on everywhere. Uh, so let's jump into what this week uh, installed on the stock news recap. Uh, so first, I want to talk about is the CDC or Center for Disease Control and Prevention has announced. Uh, public health officials in all 50 states and five large cities prepare to distribute a coronavirus vaccine to healthcare workers and other high-risk groups as soon as October or early November. So, um, basically, they're saying they're going to have a vaccine by November and late October. Uh, so, you know, look forward to that. Um, it's guidance from the CDC; they know best, but. Um, it is very close to when the election is. So I think the election is the third, and they said the vi the vaccine is going to be ready by the first. So very close timeline to election. Um, so I would say definitely keep your eyes out on that. Um, be good if we did have one, uh, but you know it's still speculation play in my opinion on that. Uh, so some companies that in the stock market, I think that you should look at. And consider our companies like Moderna, Inovio, VBI Vaccines, and Novavax. Also add Pfizer uh, to your list as well uh, because they could possibly benefit from this price action. Uh, I know Johnson & Johnson just released an article uh, saying that they could possibly you know, have ways to distribute the vaccine. Uh, so a lot of companies out there... Um, you know, in the healthcare niche area uh, that I think will be rallying pretty soon coming closer towards November. Uh, so I would just say, you know, keep those on your radar um, and look at them as time goes on. Uh, bear in mind, I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial information. Uh, this is all for educational purposes. If you'd like to contact a licensed CPA, uh, make sure you look up one in your local area. So this is all for educational purposes. So just bear that in mind. Now, another one in the stock news that I want to talk about um, is the S&P 500. So, the S&P 500 decided to add three different stocks to theirs, and it was not Tesla. So, you know, everybody's talking about Tesla going to be added to the S&P 500. Um, it was not added. Um, so, the companies that were added uh, were ticker sign CTLT. Uh, for Catalent Incorporated, you got Etsy, uh, which is ticker sign E-T-S-Y, and then you got uh, Teradyne Incorporated, ticker sign T-E-R. So I've only heard of one of those, uh, and that's Etsy. So, you know, definitely disappointed for all those Robinhood investors out there, and we definitely saw um, the stock continue to go down uh, in addition to the already sell-off that was happening in the market. Um, but, you know, for Tesla, we still do have battery day to look forward to. Um, that is going to be September 15th. So not next week, but the week after on a Tuesday, um, it will be battery day. So, you know, as far as technology is concerned, going to be setting some groundbreaking precedences for the whole EV world. 
definitely don't understand why the S&P 500 didn't add um, Tesla. Um, a theory that I have is that, you know, they were just too big to be added. Um, you know, Tesla was was quickly getting closer to the top end of the S&P 500. And it would have been a lot of big companies out there that would have had to move out of the way in order to make that move. These companies that I see that they added wouldn't really make too much ripple effect into the S&P 500. Uh, so I think that's why they went and added them. So like, you know, instead of throwing, you know, a gigantic boulder into uh, the water, which would have been putting Tesla into the S&P 500, they put a couple, you know, of little rocks they threw in there, which wouldn't, you know, shake up the S&P 500 that much. So I think that's the route that they went. Not saying that it won't ever be added into the S&P 500, uh, but I think along with the committee that adds the companies, just like everyone else, waiting to see what Battery Day has in store for everyone else. Um, Elon Musk was actually in Germany this week talking to, um, you know, German officials. Uh, so it seemed like, you know, they were all on board for their Berlin factory. Uh, it was pretty positive news coming out of there. Uh, so, you know, looking forward to see what updates come from that as he heads back to the States. Um, they also have their factory um, in Texas that is currently being built. Um, so, you know, a lot of things going on for the company uh, simultaneously going on at the same time. Uh, but I think, you know, the main focus now is going to be battery day um, and, you know, debuting the million mile battery. Now, this is not going to be his first, you know, pretty big debut. Uh, there have been a lot in the company's history, the Cybertruck, as well as, you know, the releases of all the other cars. And uh, his other company, Neuralink, uh, had their release of an update to their product where they put uh, the product on pigs and were able to control uh, the pigs using the Neuralink. Um, so if you're interested in that, go make sure you check that out on YouTube. Um, some pretty interesting stuff going on with that. So in addition on stock news, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the market. Um, another one was Michael Jordan decided to join DraftKings. So uh, Michael Jordan, the basketball player famous for being on the Chicago Bulls, uh, became an investor and advisor of DraftKings. So reading the article, it says Hall of Fame basketball legend Michael Jordan will be an investor and special advisor to the board of sports betting company DraftKings, the company announced on Wednesday. Uh, the deal sent shares of DraftKings roughly 6% higher in early trading. Uh, Jordan will take an undisclosed equity stake in exchange for providing guidance and strategic advice to the company, um, said in a statement. The Charlotte Hornets chairman and former Bulls player will also inform DraftKings board on strategic uh, product development and inclusion initiatives. Um, so it says Jordan won six MVP and six championships during his playing career. He also became nation's leading commercial pitchman during his career. Uh, products like Nike, Gatorade, Hanes, and others continue to earn tens of billions uh, from endorsements uh, more than a decade after his playing career ended in 1998. So 
there's a lot of things um, that he can add to the table uh, for that. Uh, interested to see the direction that he's going to help um, for their guidance. Uh, I know they're a fairly new company um, and definitely fairly new to the exchange as being publicly traded. Uh, so definitely going to shed um, some new light and insight to the company. Um, I think it's an interesting move. I can't say it's a bad or good move yet, uh, but definitely interesting move uh, for the company as a whole uh, to add someone of his caliber to the team. Um, it does make sense. Uh, to have someone who has, you know, his experience, especially with marketing products. Um, and as a player, you get those both of those insights in one. Uh, but definitely interesting move for the company uh, direction wise to see um, what comes about with that. Now, going into another one, we have Travis Scott is partnering with McDonald's uh, to make uh, the Travis Scott meal. So it's dropped on the 8th. Um, so on the eighth in your McDonald's, you can go get the Travis Scott meal. Um, it is going to only be $6. Um, it's going to include, include one quarter pounder with cheese, which they're saying is Travis style, uh, medium fry, uh, with barbecue sauce and a Sprite. So, you know, interesting as far as that's concerned. Um, and it says the quarter pounder cheese is stacked to go with toppings, including bacon and lettuce. Um, so, you know, you can get the Travis Mill for six bucks um, at McDonald's. So I think an interesting move uh, for the company as a whole. Um, I know they've been in the news. They're being sued by a lot of um, black uh, franchisees as well as they were suing their CEO. Uh, so it seems to be a move in a pretty positive direction for them. I know Travis Scott is not new to endorsing products. Uh, he had a concert on Fortnite. Uh, so his demographic is pretty um, young as far as the people who follow him. Uh, so maybe shed some, some light to the company as a whole. Um, and definitely a pretty positive move. Uh, now, I don't think it's going to be as big as the move of Kanye West uh, endorsing Gap. But I do think it is a pretty good move for the company as a whole and may shed some light onto the company. Um, so last topic on stock news we'll talk about is the market sell off. So the market has sold off. Uh, a lot of stocks were read uh, starting around Thursday uh, on the 3rd and then today um, on the 4th, um, you know, stocks sold off, you know, quite a bit. But, you know, I think um, people are just, you know, having a correction. I think it's a marked correction. Uh, you got to also think of all things that are going on uh, with, you know, possible vaccine news, as well as all these companies making, you know, deals with other companies. Um, a lot of things are up in the air, but I think there's still deals out there to be made. Um, a lot of volatility uh, still in the market. Um, and you also got to think elections are coming up as well. So I think a lot of uncertainty, a lot of profit taking was going on just because of the uncertainty. Um, but I do not think it is going to be the same as the March drop that we had prior. So the March drop was basically uh, when the market crashed before, um, you know, when all the stores and stuff were closing. Um, that was a pretty big crash. But this one uh, hasn't seemed to be. Um, as bad as that one, because I've seen some of these stocks, you know, begin to turn around. 
Uh, when that crash happened, there were no stocks that turned around. There were no green days um, that happened after that. Uh, so it was you know, a pretty big sell-off um, out on that date. So I would say, you know, keep, keep uh, your stocks. Uh, don't panic sell. Um, and just remember your fundamentals uh, when trading. All right, so I'm going to come back after this sponsored break and talk about the earnings for next week's, the option plays, and the penny plays. All right, so jumping into the earnings plays for this week. Uh, so the first one we have on Tuesday the 8th. So bear in mind, the market is going to be closed on Monday for Labor Day. So make sure you enjoy that day. Go out, relax, you know, go swimming, do something, keep your mind off of trading. Um, that's what it's for. So starting off on Tuesday, uh, when the market opens on the 8th, you have Slack, uh, which ticker sign is W-O-R-K. That's ticker sign W-O-R-K. Their moving average 10 is $28.98. Moving average 50 is $31.90. And the moving average 100 is $31.77. Uh, so they ended the week uh, today on the 4th at $29.07. Uh, but after hours went up 20, uh, 31 cents to end at $29.38. Um, so pretty good movement for them after hours, even though it was 31 cents. Uh, pretty good movement for them. Next on the eighth as well, uh, we have ticker sign L U L U. Uh, so that's ticker sign L U L U for Lululemon. Uh, the moving average ten on them is three hundred sixty dollars and thirty four cents. Moving average fifty is three hundred eighty one dollars and five cents, and the moving average one hundred is three hundred seventy nine dollars and 87 cents so they ended the week at 361 dollars and 41 cents um after hours they went down 56 cents to end the week off at 360 dollars and 85 cents uh so they are bearish um in my opinion denoted by their moving average 10 line being below their moving average 50 and 100 so going into another one that has earnings next week uh, this is going to be on Wednesday the 9th. We have GameStop. So ticker sign GME for GameStop. GME. So their moving average 10 is $7.61. Moving average 50 is $7.54. And the moving average 100 is $6.60. Uh, so they ended the week at $7.65. And after hours went down 4 more cents. Uh, to end it at $7.61. Uh, so they are bullish at the current moment, denoted by their moving average 10 line, being above their moving average 50 and moving average 100. Um, so I would say that they are bullish, but very um, bullish barely. So they're barely bullish at this point. Uh, so going to another one that has its earnings next week. This is going to begin on Thursday the 10th. We have Chewy. Uh, so Chewy's moving average 10, uh, their ticker sign is CHWY, uh, so ticker sign CHWY, moving average 10 on them is $60.04, moving average 50 is $65.70, and the moving average 100 is $62.59, so they ended the week at $61.18, 
After hours, they went up 91 cents to end at $62.09. So they are bearish at the current moment uh, because their moving average 10 is below the moving average 50 and moving average 100, uh, but seem to be on a slight uptrend uh, for next week. So we'll see if they rally um, coming close to earnings, um, but we'll see how that works. Going into the next one that is also on the 10th, we have ticker sign ORCL for Oracle. That is ticker sign ORCL. So their moving average 10 is $55.79. Moving average 50 is $57.35. And the moving average 100 is $57.36. Uh, so they ended the week at $55.73. Moving uh after hours they went down 13 more cents to end it at $55.60. Uh so on a bearish downtrend, they're definitely a victim of the market sell-off. Uh, but we will see how they perform um when their earnings comes up. Uh so also bear in mind that Oracle was one of the companies who was trying to bid on TikTok. Uh so as that news comes back out, make sure you check on them. I think they were actually taken out of the running because of Walmart and Microsoft teaming together for the acquisition. Um, but I would go check on that to make sure that they are still competing for TikTok. Um, if you're not familiar with what TikTok is, it is a social media app where you can share small videos with your friends. Um, and, you know, it has been in the news because Donald Trump, our president, has basically said that, uh, China was using it uh, to spy on Americans uh, for their data. So I would make sure you double check to see how that deal is going on. I think towards the end of September, the deal is supposed to be confirmed. So whether it's Microsoft and Walmart together or it's Oracle, somebody will have the American side of TikTok. Uh, so going into the last earnings for the week, um, that we have well one more earnings that we have on that day on the 10th we have ticker sign p-t-o-n uh for peloton interactive i am very excited about this earnings uh just because a lot of people use their products um for indoor working working out when a lot of gyms and stuff were closed uh so i think that they have a really good earnings uh coming up their moving average 10 is $79.14. Moving average 50 is $83.32. And the moving average 100 is $78.38. Um, so they are on a bearish downtrend, even though I think that that will possibly reverse because of their earnings coming up. Uh, at the end of the week, they ended at $80.63. But after hours, they rallied up $3.32 cents to end the week off at $83.95. Uh, so I think that rally will continue as next week goes on uh, just because of the product that they make and the current situation of a lot of people not feeling comfortable going back to the gym. Uh, so going to the last one uh, for earnings for this week, we got ticker sign KR for Kroger. That is ticker sign KR for Kroger. 
Their moving average 10 is $35.42. Moving average 50 is $35.78. And the moving average 100 is $35.77. So they ended the week at $35.47. Uh, and they are on a bearish downtrend. But it seems like towards the end of the week, they try to rally up a little bit. So see if their early morning mover as the week opens up. We'll definitely keep my eyes out on that one. So that's it for the earnings plays for next week. Uh, for option plays, I have Lulu, uh, which is um, Lou Lemon as one of my option plays. I have Chewy, which is ticker sign CHWY as my other option play. And then I have uh, PTON uh, for Peloton Interactive as my other option play. Um, so going into my penny plays for this week. I have ticker sign IBIO, uh, and then I have ticker sign VUZI uh, for Vuzix, and then I have ticker sign GEVO uh, for GEVO. So, going to keep my eyes on those three, uh, seem to be movement from all three of those uh, towards the end of the week, but definitely keep my eyes on those for the penny plays. So, I wanted to talk to you all about um, the sell-off and just remembering to not panic. So I know a lot of people, whether you're new to investing or you're a veteran of investing, when markets have sell-offs, you know, it's not the best time to be an investor. So there are two ways you can go about investing. There's, you know, day trading, options trading, you know, swing trading, whatever you want to call it, where you're looking at stocks and the price they go up every day, uh, and you're trying to make profits on that, whether it's growth stock, whether, you know, it's, you know, some other type of, of stock, penny stock, or what have you, where you're trying to make a quick turnaround on your profits. And then there's long-term investing, where you either get a stock uh, for growth, or you get a stock to collect dividends, and you just don't care about the price. You just care about if it's giving you dividends, and if the dividends are continuing to go up. So for me as an investor, I usually have a 50-50 approach. I have a long-term account, and then I have a day trading account. So on my long-term account, I try to you know continue to put money in it. Um, I don't really care about what the market's doing, but all the stocks in that account pay dividends. So no matter what the market is doing, I'm still continuing to get paid from my dividend portfolio, um, which, you know, definitely gives you a lot of certainty when the market decides to fluctuate and everyone sells off um, like they're doing now. Um, day trading, you know, is good and, you know, it's, it's fun, but it can be very stressful. Uh, so just remember um, mental health. Um, there's a story a while back about a trader on Robin Hood um, who sadly committed suicide um, and it was for, you know, they had given the wrong amount of his account uh, for options trading uh, and sadly he took his life. So mental health is definitely something that I'm an advocate for and I believe, you know, if you're trading stocks, I know people tell you, you know, don't have emotions be you know, strict about it, have your exit and entry plan, uh, but emotions, you know, take everyone, you know, whether you want to suppress them or not, 
uh, people do have emotions, especially when it comes to trading money. Um, so I would say if you need to make sure you take a break, uh, if you're trading a lot, like every day or looking at things every day, uh, making crazy plays, just take some time and relax. That's why we have holidays like Labor Day where the market is closed. So I'll just say, take some time to relax, recuperate, think about your positions and, you know, try to make better decisions. Um, so, you know. I think that's one thing that's not touched on a lot in the investment community because everyone's saying, you know, today I'm going to make a trade. I'm going to make some money. I need to make a trade tomorrow to make some money. I need to make a trade the next day to make some money. Always maximizing profits. Uh, but sometimes it's good to just slow down, uh, think about your plays, have an entry and exit, but don't try to trade too much. You know, trading every day can be very stressful, uh, especially if you're a retail trader like myself and it's not your full time job. You're just doing it on the side, trying to get a little bit of extra income. I would say don't stress yourself out about it. Um, you know, the more emotions you have in it, the more rash decisions that you will make, especially, you know, if it's your first time making a large money trade. So I would say, you know, make sure you relax. Uh, make sure you go and learn more information. So don't just listen to this podcast, listen to other podcasts, listen to uh, YouTube videos. If there's something you don't know, read books on it, um, watch YouTube videos about it, and try to learn as much information you can about it. And it nine times out of 10 will alleviate the problem that you have. So, you know, trading stocks to me is the only you know, profession or hobby, whichever you way you look at it, where you can get, you know, direct results by the more information that you know. So, you know, the more information you get in most things, you can't directly apply that information. But with stocks, you know, the more information you get, the faster you get it, and the more accurate it is, the more money you can make in the long term. Uh, so I would say, you know, Research and doing due diligence is like the number one thing that you should be doing uh, when trading stocks. Um, and the more information you know, the better informed decision you could have. But also, mental health is definitely one of the things that is overlooked when it comes to trading stocks. So make sure you're doing things that make you happy. Make sure you're taking breaks from trading um, and do all those things. Hang out with your family. Um, if you don't have family, you know, go out, do some things, you know, go to the park, uh, go for a walk, you know, go to the store if you can, um, you know, do things that will keep your mind off of it because just, you know, trading 24 seven can be very stressful. Um, and you know, at times when, especially when the market's going down can be stressful on some, more than others so that's just a small word of encouragement for you all out there trading uh good luck to you all trading next week um hope that you know you can lock in some profits uh there's still some things going on like battery day which i'll definitely keep my eyes out on um and there's still deals out there to be made so good luck to you all trading uh, and i'll see you guys next week peace